Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 171 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials in June the 14th to June the 20th, covering Doctrine and Covenants, Sections 64 to 66. And today... Uh, we're continuing Doctrine and Covenant 64, finishing off, first of all, the discussion that we were, we were having yesterday about uh, forgiving all men. In fact, in verse 10, it says, I, the Lord, will forgive whom I will forgive, but of you it is required to forgive all men. Now, this is a, an important um, part uh, of this section, I think. Note the phrase forgive all men, not forgive most men or forgive, you know, as many as you want, but it's forgive all men, 100%, every single individual. Uh, And again, as we spoke about yesterday, um, you know, I think there's certainly, well, there shouldn't be any judgment from anyone, uh, any person, um, because we are not able to forgive a certain individual. There are many things that would be very difficult to forgive individuals for. Uh, things such as abuse or betrayal or deception and things like that. Uh, and I think that uh, that is something which obviously is between you and the Lord. And if it takes little time to forgive an individual, then that is something that we can pray to Heavenly Father and ask about, as long as we are communicating and connecting with him during that process. Um, but we are required to forgive all men. Um, Ned B. Roush said this, quote, Forgiveness is also a key part of our return to happiness. At one time or another, we may become offended or wronged, and this can become a stumbling block, and that may take us away from our eternal goal, which is to return to the presence of our Heavenly Father. The Saviour taught us the pattern for forgiveness. We can see that to be forgiven, it is conditional upon, upon us to forgive others. This at times can be difficult when the wounds are deep and we have been in, and have been endured for, for a long time. However, in these latter days, the Saviour taught this principle. When we follow this counsel, it will help us to overcome even the toughest of trials, close quote. I think that's um, an important point, that it can be difficult. Um, if the wounds are deep, then it can be a very difficult thing to do. Um, but as we do forgive others, we find that actually the healing may come in part to the, the kind of perpetrator of the, of the hurt, but also that the the relief and the um, peace comes to the person that has been um, hurt as well. And I think that, um, you know, this is an important principle for us to be able to, to, to apply. Um, our forgiveness of our sins is conditional. Uh, I shared this with the example of the, uh, the servant who owed his uh, master a huge debt that the Saviour taught in the New Testament. And then he goes and um, and he's forgiven that debt. And then he goes and asks of a debt that he had with another servant of 100 pence, which was compared to the debt that he had, a fraction of, of the size. And that is the case for all of us. You know, we all need to remember that whilst we may have been hurt and, and offended, we have done so much more to our saviour. And yet he has still justified us. He has paid the price for our sins. He has made it so that we can be brought back to the presence of the Father because he simply loves us. Um, And I think that that's an important principle to remember. Uh, And then um, in verse 11, it says, And ye ought to say in your hearts, Let God judge between me and thee and reward thee according to thy deeds. And yeah, just to remember that, you know, God 
has all things in his hands. Um, he is able to make all things wrong right again. And that may not be in this life. It may not be during the, the difficulties and struggles of mortality, but it will come. Uh, Joseph Fielding Smith said this, quote, We hope and pray that you will go from this conference to your homes, feeling in your hearts and from the depths of your souls to forgive one another and never from this time forth to bear malice toward another creature. We ought to say in our hearts that the Lord judge between me and thee, but as for me, I will forgive. Go home and dismiss envy and hatred from your hearts. Dismiss the feeling of unforgiveness and cultivate in your hearts that spirit of Christ that cried out from the cross. This is the spirit that the Latter-day Saints ought to possess all the day long. It is a good thing to be at peace with the Lord. Close quote. I mean, just, just think about the number of times that there's been an argument or a disagreement or hurt or anything like that. And then when it's been, when you have forgiven the other person, just the peace that comes, that is a fraction of, of what we can feel if we do this more regularly, when we can forgive others more ably. Um, and it is clearly a principle that we need to work on. It is not going to be something that's easy by any stretch of the imagination, but it's something which is right for us to try and aim for. Uh, over the next few verses, the Lord speaks to individuals. Um, and it's interesting, actually, in verses 15 and 16, it says, Behold, I, the Lord, was angry with him who was my servant Ezra Booth, and also my servant Isaac Morley, for they kept not the law, neither the commandments. They sought evil in their hearts, and I, the Lord, withheld my spirit. They condemned for evil that thing in which there was no evil. Nevertheless, I have forgiven my servant Isaac Morley. Notice here, it doesn't mention him forgiving Ezra Booth. Now, I guess some people may question, well, why does the Lord tell us to forgive everyone, but why does he not forgive everyone? And if that is a question that people have, then there's a very clear answer to this. The Lord knows the intents of our hearts. He knows our desires. He knows the the, the efforts that we're putting forward. And actually, this leads on very nicely uh, to a few verses later, where we're going to look at a heart, a heart and a willing heart and a willing mind, um, or the heart and a willing mind, because he is able to do this. Um, and actually, let's not forget, if anyone has the power to, to not forgive someone, if they've not, um, you know, made the necessary effort forward to try and be forgiven, then it is the Lord, because he has paid every price for all of our sins. Uh, we have not done that for our person that's offended us. And so whilst it is very difficult for us to do so, uh, the Lord has all power in his hand and he has um, the understanding of, of individuals to know if they are ready to be forgiven or not. Uh, in verse 31 of Doctrine and Covenants section 30, uh, 64, it says this, Behold, I, the Lord, declare unto you, and my words are sure and shall not fail that they shall obtain it, but all things must come to pass in their time. Um. He is saying that, you know, he, we can trust him. We are able to have faith in him. And as we seek to follow him, we can make sure, we can know that his words, his words will come to pass. Um, Mar Marion G. Romney said this, quote, We are all the children of our father in heaven. It is inherent in our beings to have faith in him, to believe that he is. This, it is this kind of faith that prompted Joseph Smith acting upon the assurance of James. It was this that led the prophet to seek wisdom in prayer. As a result, he received a revelation in which the living and true God appeared to him. God has not left us to grope in darkness. His words do not fail. If we ask, if we will but ask him in sincerity and faith, he will make known to each of us the reality of himself. We can, if we will submit to his spirits, know for a certainty that he is the true and living God. 
And then, um, a close quote, and then um, he then tells us after he has reassured us that he is there and that we can have faith in him to, rem to remind us what we need to do. In verses 33 to 34, it says, Wherefore, be not weary in well-doing, for ye are laying the foundation of a great work, and out of small things proceedeth that which is great. Behold, the Lord requireth the heart and a willing mind, and the willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land of Zion in these last days. Um, it is a heart and a willing mind that will, will help us get the blessings that we desire. Um just going to share this last quote by George Klebingat, who said, quote, also do the right things for the right reasons. The Lord requireth the heart and a willing mind. Whether you are in, uh, and who is a discerner of the heart's thoughts and intents of the heart, knows why you go to church, whether you are present in body only or truly worshipping. You can't sing on Sunday, I, O Babylon, O Babylon, I bid thee farewell, and then seek or tolerate its company again in moments later. Remember that casualness in spiritual matters never was happiness. Make the church and the restored gospel your whole life, not just a part of your outward or social life. Choosing this day whom you will serve is lip service only until you actually live accordingly. Spiritual confidence increases when you are truly striving for the right reasons to live a consecrated life in spite of your imperfections. Close quote. Notice that he doesn't say, you know, um, to live a consecrated life perfectly. We are imperfect. We do make mistakes. And the Lord knows this. But if we are striving to live it, if we are striving to repent and, be, and forgive others um, and live the gospel in our day-to-day -day life rather than doing it just for show, then uh, we find happiness. Um, it is something which takes time and it is something which you know will, will take effort. But on the other hand, it can be easy when we recognize the Savior as our Redeemer in our lives and invite him to support and bless us. When we truly come to rely and trust on him, then he helps us along the way. Thank you very much for listening to this study today. Uh, join us tomorrow as we conclude Doctrine and Covenants section 64. Uh, you can join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me and email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening and until we meet again.